Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Stadium Journey podcast, and thanks for joining us tonight. Check out the website, stadiumjourney.com. We are the world leader in sports travel information. We have reviews of over 2,500 stadiums from all around the world. You can follow us on social media if you're so inclined. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Threads. Uh, You can find us at Stadium Journey. We're pretty consistent that way. We got the branding down. Uh, And, you know, like, share, follow, all that good stuff. To find other episodes of the Stadium Journey podcast, because we've done one or two over the years, um, just uh, pick up your cell phone, type in HIAC Talk Radio Network, wherever you look for your favorite podcast, and we'll be there. If you would rather view a video simulcast of the podcast, go to Stadium Journey's YouTube channel, and you'll find all of the old episodes there. And if you want to be part of our live studio audience, join us every other Monday night now. We're going to start recording on Monday nights. I don't know if we're doing 7 or 7.30 or 8, though, but, you know, Monday nights. at Dan yeah, I Law. didn't know either. I was confused. Me too. Uh, well, anyway, you can find us at uh, danlaw.tv. And uh, the gang is all here tonight. That's uh, that's a pretty. That's why we're on Mondays. <laughs> you got Dave Cotney here. Follow him at ProFan9. Mark Viquez is on the internet at Ballpark Hunter. The above-average comedian, Dan Colachico, is here. Front-running with the Eagles. Just kidding, Dan. Yeah, with the Kelly Green jersey. That eagle right there is as old as I am behind me, you sons of... You got the Kelly Green. I respect that. I like that. I also have a regular green. And anyway, follow Dan at DanLaw83. And I'm Paul Baker. You can follow me at PuckmanRI. Am I sporting the Patriots colors? Not right now. Why would you? (laughs) Zap. Hey, you know what? Roger, Zap, Roger, Zap. You know, I came of age in the 70s and 80s when a five-win season was outstanding for the Patriots. So this is <laughs> this is just like nostalgia for me. How, how the other half lives now. Exactly. Yeah. We had a good run. Oh, right. probably it's still beat like the Jets was... the last week of the season. Hey, Patriots Jets tickets, man. They are going way down in price. It looked like uh, I checked out stuff up. They were like 40 bucks. So I may go to a Patriots game. There you go. There you go. All right. I want to go to a Patriots game now if they're 40 bucks. <laughs> on down. On down. I'll put you up in the man cave. You'll have plenty of room. Ooh, that sounds chilly. <laughs> actually, no, we we actually have a guest room. Not not as fancy as the co- the cabin, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So tonight's topic. Hey, you know what? We all work for Stadium Journey. So that makes it pretty obvious that we are all sports fanatics. But, you know, let's be honest. Everything in the sporting world is not always peachy keen and, and sunshine and rainbows. So there are things in the words of, uh, you know, one of my favorite cartoon characters, Peter Griffin, that will uh, grind your gears. So tonight, like Frank Costanza at Festivus, we got issues and you're all going to hear about them. It's time to air our grievances. It's on Thanksgiving, y'all. So uh, we're going to talk about some, uh, uh. some things in the sporting world that, uh, you know, Kind of make you go, and and Dave, you said you wanted to start us off tonight. Sure. So, a number of years ago, way back in the dark ages, uh, hockey games in the NHL, if they were tied at regulation, they would go to overtime. No big deal. 
Oh, we're getting two rants from Dan tonight. Let's go. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go back further when it was like yeah. 60 minutes tied, done, see you later, go home. Yeah, see you later, bye. <laughs> well, after, after overtime, then it was tied, done, see you later. Now, I'm not a huge fan of tied, done, see you later. I, I'll, I'll admit that, especially if you go, there is this sense of just in, uh, incomplete. You know, I, I went all this, I sat here for three and a half hours and, and you know, at the end of the day, nothing changed. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so then Did your they team win? No. no. Did they lose? No. So then they decided that, you know, we would go to a shootout. Shootouts were exciting, but divisive. So some people love the shootouts. I really found the shootouts exciting. But many of you, that's not the way to end a hockey game. So then they would go to four on four for the overtime before the shootout. Fine. No problem. Mm -hmm. My issue is where we are now. And that is three on three for overtime. Then the shootout. I love the shootout. I hate, hate, hate three on three hockey. It is so boring it is endless cycling in and out it's like they're just doing figure eights out there and you know in an overtime period you're looking at hmm, each team maybe getting two possessions mm. and that's it uh it, what they what was supposed to be exciting is now not exciting the coaches have figured out how to ruin three on three. Oh. This constant cycling, it is so bad. Um, four on four is is much better. It's much more exciting. I, I, if I could if I could change or, or compare three on three hockey to something else, uh, like it would be like like football with you know ten guys on one side and four guys on the other, <laughs> or like ten guys on offense, four guys on defense. Like it just there's too much space when 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 people complain about um you know there's too much clutching and grabbing and then too much in the neutral zone the left wing lock those darn those darn new jersey devils and there was lots of talk well they need to go to olympic sized ice other oh, than yeah that'll just happen the sheer logistics of you know these places are not eliminating get rid you know, of your primes yeah the seats. most expensive seats in the joint <laughs> yeah let's get past that uh, european hockey on olympic size ice is not exactly the most exciting thing going there's mm -hmm. just too much space right and you you get all that space three guys in, like it's like it's like figures what <laughs> was the what were the best rinks oh. to play in back in the day the odd in buffalo in the boston garden why because they were even smaller they weren't even regulation ice. Yeah. Mm -mm. So so the first thing I am unthankful for is three on three overtime hockey. I mean, sometimes it happens, you get penalties or whatever, and that's the way it is, and so be it. But three on three, it, it's not real hockey. People, you know, that's not a way to end a hockey game. Like three on three hockey is not hockey. So I'm sorry. Dave, did you know that they are proposing a rule change next year that that will somewhat end that cycling where you can't, once you're uh, like in the zone, you can't cross back out of the zone. 
with I've the heard that. I heard that the other day, and and I'm trying to think about how much better it's really going to be. Um, I don't know. I, I it, it, three on three hockey eliminates any defensive. Like there's no checking, right? When has there ever been a body check in three on three <laughs> hockey? Never. <laughs> So yeah, I have heard that. I'm yeah, I'm I'm totally skeptical. I'd rather see four on four again with the with the shootout. Um, say what you will, and and, and you know that the there's always the argument about how well you know if you have a normal game is worth two points, but if it goes into overtime, it's now worth three points because one team's getting two points, the other team's getting one point. Three so point games, yes, sir. It's Please. like if you need to manipulate it so that, you know, a, a win in regulation is really worth that much more than then do that. That's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But but we got to get rid of the three on three. It's just so ugly. I like a three on three when they are truly going end to end and it's back and forth. But yeah, when it's the endless cycling and I hate that coaches have ruined. I figured out a way to ruin and take the excitement out of that. Oh, the the Islanders Flyers game uh, two days ago was just because they're that they're doing the the, the Lamaru hockey stuff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm so, sorry, Mark. Jesus. Uh, I, hey, if he can bring, he's been trying to he's been uh, trying to win something else for twenty years. So uh, you're gonna win it like that. We'll see what happens. Oh my God, I I despise the dump and chase. And the cycling so much. So I can't even really disagree with Dave, but I'm opposite on that one. I don't mind a three on three. I absolutely think it is a travesty that you will play the hour and five minutes sometimes of a game and then decide skills competition. That's how we're going to end this. I'm not going to keep going on and on about it. I was just putting my two cents in because I've said that for years since they've implemented it. And it's not going to change. I that's that's the I I hate that. I hate doing that to the goalies. Well, it's at at least in hockey there. The goalies are actually. Have a higher percentage than the than the shooters do. The the goalies actually do better than the shooters in general. Two thirds, right? Yeah. Two thirds save percentage. Um, And and I, I understand the lack of excitement to watch a shootout on television. But let me tell you, if you're there in person, live with a good crowd, ooh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Hate it. I'm with Dan on this one. Hate it. I hate it as a PA announcer too. <laughs> Man, because you gotta work hard on that one. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta work on that one. And they don't tell me who it is. Like who is that? Who is that? And when I was doing women's hockey and they had the long ponytails and you couldn't see what number it was. Forget it. All right. Um. All right. Do we want to? Can I? Can I? Do we want to segue I, into the next hockey well, strike? Can, or? Well, uh, I, there's three. Can I? Can I kind of piggyback onto? Yeah, do it, uh, Dave, for a second without crushing his bones. Um. Uh, I'm unthankful for uh, Gary Bettman and the owners of the NHL. I. Uh, How do I say this lightly? I'll say it indirectly without directly uh, referencing uh, how terrible it is. The Blackhawks. 
little slap on the wrist for covering up something very horrible. A second player has come forward. It's being investigated. Uh, and Truba only gets a $58,000 fine for taking a swing in someone's face. Uh, the NHL is a joke league. And um, it's really hard to enjoy. Every year, it gets harder and harder to enjoy. There, I've said my piece. I hate you. I hate and you. I, and I know Ottawa lost uh, their first round pick for something they did. And I, yeah, for sports betting, when it's plastered in your face all day, you're around it. If you're a player, there's advertisements everywhere for sports betting. When you're watching on TV, there's sports betting just shoved in your face with the commercials and on the analysis between periods. Uh, but how dare you? Like, uh, like I understand it's a rule to gamble when you're part of the team, but the hip the hypocrisy in this world right now of the NHL, it's the weirdest. Can you tell an organization to read the room? Like we said last week, what was it? They're reading a different room than you and I are in. Yeah, they're reading. They're in the room of the owners, going, "Yes, that's what I want you to do." You know, well, I, to, I, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, to say that I'm unthankful for Gary Bettman and the owners, I think is just way too broad. Um, read the room. Uh, hockey, hockey viewership is higher than it's ever been. Right, hockey attendance hockey, is higher hockey, than it's ever been. But read that league doesn't survive without the TV. No, it doesn't. Ooh. So, like, that's not good enough for an excuse to allow a rape to go unpunished, to punish a betting or a gambling person um, more than a sexual assault. It's not a good enough argument for me to just be like, that's fair. Very good. That's just me. But that's, I, I don't think, I don't feel that's unique to the NHL. But that's the sport I care about the most. I really don't care what they do in the NFL. Do you want to get if we get into the NFL, uh, perhaps smoking pot isn't so bad and you should punish people for hitting their spouses and such. Just an idea. Well, look at the uh, look at the owner of the Colts. He came out the other day and said he was he <laughs> yeah. was charged and pulled over because he was a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, no, but. I I just money profiling. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally I a just, first. I just I can't get past that little little bump in the road that is the Blackhawks. It's just, and I think what upsets me more, maybe I'm unthankful for the fandom of hockey for not demanding more. I I don't know I. Not a pun, not a nasty pun intended, but that's left a bad taste in my mouth. And it's when you have that, that's just happened and still going on. And you do these other things that. It's like your first kid getting punished for everything and your brother or sister not getting any discipline at all. As an oldest child, I can endorse that statement I, <laughs> as the oldest child. I can endorse that statement. It's well said it. Um, I uh, somebody back me up. Else back me up on that. Somebody. 
I, I, I'm, I'm in the. I agree with you 100, Dan. What's up, Javi? I, I just, it shouldn't be. That shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> you know. Ah. Uh, uh, did anybody see the Truba thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Him, Trent Frederick's baseball swing, two hander right across the side of the head. Uh, we'll take some plane. money. We'll take some money, please. What? Maximum allowable under the CBA. Listen, it's they're just puppets for the owners, and the owners control the money. And as Dave said, because everything is up, they're reading the wrong room. You may take it from here, boss. All right. Hey, Mark, you want to you want to chime in now? Chime in, pet peeves of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. There's a few things. I, I guess I'll start with just like food food prices. You know, I was looking at uh, my visit to Seattle, and I was look. I, I noticed that one of the beers was sixteen forty nine. It was a Hop Valley IPA. But looking back at some of the pictures, there was a Tropotico hard seltzer that was seventeen forty nine. Uh, why don't you just make it at even twenty bucks at this <laughs> point? I mean. Don't suggest that it'll happen. Remember, remember when you used to it say it will happen, and I will be drinking for a beer. I ain't paying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember twenty years ago in Cincinnati, it was like six bucks for a Bud Light or Coors Light, whatever they were drinking. And, I, and my buddy Brian and, and Todd were just, you know, mowing them down. You know, the thing that bothers me that, and I know it's Seattle. I know things are ridiculously pricey out there compared to my trip to Seattle and Detroit and Windsor. Whoa, you, you can live like a king out of those cities, but <laughs> I, I just like like the, I just I'm shocked how people are like, oh yeah, sixteen fifty for a beer. Yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one. I'll take one. Mark, I, when I used to work in concessions for the Patriots, and that's back when like the giant beers were maybe eleven bucks. Yeah, maybe ten, and people would have stacks of empties. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got two hundred dollars worth of empty cups in your hand. I mean, and then, of I, course, I'd say no more for you. Uh, this is this is why I rather just sit home, buy a case of beer, even if you buy a a, a you know a, a pricey beer, you know forty bucks. You know, I don't know if you're going to do that, but let's just say you go cheap. You know, buy a case for twenty US uh, and just watch the game. It's just it's insane to to drink uh, to spend thirty dollars on two two beers, thirty two dollars, and then I don't know if people tip. Uh, I, yeah, that's just it. Just it, why does food have to be so freaking much? So much parking, so much. Yeah. I was going to tie uh, that into beer. parking. Yeah, and, and you know there are places, and and uh, I Seattle is another example. Atlanta, they have value meals. If you want to uh, buy uh, a high uh, life, uh, let's not talk about Atlanta, please. All right, if you want to buy a high life beer for Miller, it's I think it was five bucks at the Mariners game this summer. So, but that's cheap, lousy beer, you know, with made with who the hell knows what they put in there compared to like a nice microbrew beer with, you know, natural ingredients uh, following the German purity law. I, I just want a beer. I don't want, I mean, you know, if you want to charge me a little bit more fine, I'll suck it up. But 1649 yeah. is, is insane. And, and all this wonderful food you see there, that's just as high and, but people put up with it. My wife's like, live a little. Who cares? I don't know. I just, you know, I, I, it's just me. You know, I'm not there with my kid or kids. 
you know, uh, a buddy of mine, Zach Beeson, who, who, you know, uh, reads stadium journey all the time. Cause he travels. He's like, yeah, try traveling with three kids. They huh. want ice cream. They want soda. They want pretzels. You know, I always look for like a dollar hot dog night to me. That's like the best night to take the kids to a game. So huh. I, and they're, you know, they're not going to say no, they're not going to say dad. Oh, uh, well, what do you mean? You know, we want a $5 Coca-Cola. We want a $6 hot dog. We want two $6 hot dogs. Yeah. yeah well, I want you to go home to your mother. Yeah. Well, yeah, Dave, so- I don't know about your your kids, but my kids learned at a very early age the way to sneak in snacks to any kind of game we ever went to. Oh yeah, sneak in snacks, or my dad Up would have butt? a seat before the game. No. Oh. Well, uh, a big thing of the four Reese's peanut butter cups right up your sleeve. Whoop. Oh, yeah, we, we never we never got into it's much cleaner and uh too much food, but that's Tasty that's too. I mean, that's how we. That's why we did so much like university sports, right? So, yep. yeah, like it's all cheaper. And, and I mean, let's let's yeah. be honest. The answer is really simple. How do we how do we get beer that's not sixteen dollars? We don't stop drinking it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I long can't... as people keep paying it, they're gonna they're gonna yeah they it. keep they keep buying it. You're right. And you know, hey. Mark, Mark, you were talking about the major league. Sorry, Dan, I'll, I'll be quick here. Um, the 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 price creep is starting to move down. Like even like minor league sports. Are getting expensive now. Minor league baseball used to be like the bastion of affordability. Um, can you get our minor into a minor league ballpark for under twenty bucks now or under fifteen bucks now? Not very, I mean, very often. Yeah, yeah, you could buy a ticket, but read if you're looking to buy to pay to park, if you're looking to uh, get something to eat or drink, yeah, that's it's not going to be. Yeah, it's going to be over twenty bucks. Mm. You know, like an Indians game, I think the cheapest ticket for me, uh, lawn seating, I think it's twelve. That's triple A. To sit in the grass. To sit in the grass. Now, here's the thing: you could bring a, a you could bring like a, a what do you call the a picnic cool. basket. Cool. Well, I don't know. A picnic basket. <laughs> no, I boo-boo. was just thinking the same thing. A picnic basket. A cooler. You can bring a cooler in with food. You know, no beer though, or Pepsi. Just, or, just know, watch out for a ranger. And and your kids can eat whatever you bring in, and then maybe you go grab a couple cocktails or you know some beer, which you know I What'd think. You call me. Like eight nine bucks for a beer at a, at an Indians game. Uh, when you go to Double A, Single A, you know a little bit lower. I know Round Rock, Texas had some high prices. It was beer night, and I paid six bucks for a beer on special. Oh yeah, that's five bucks off. Like this is eleven bucks. Budweiser's version, the Shinerbach, is eleven bucks on a normal night. Yeah, so I yeah, think- the prices are getting high, and you know some. Minor league ballparks or outside major cities. Austin's getting pricey. You wouldn't believe it, but you know that's an expensive city these days to go out to eat. So I guess it kind of reflects where you are at times. Well, yeah, I think I you're like it. I think you're like me. I like I might have one or two beers at a at an arena or a ballpark in a year. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Like, Those I prices keep ever. me from doing that. Yep, so maybe that's a good it. thing. If if I go to if I go to to fifteen games, I might get, I might have two or three where I get food, depending on the situation. I mean, yeah, if we're no, really me too, traveling, yeah. then I probably will. But yeah. like the regular stuff, I hardly ever get food at the Rangers or, you know, at stuff I would normally yeah. go to or stuff that's around. Like we were we were just in Ramford. Uh, yesterday I we didn't buy any food there. I didn't buy any food there. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. We, with, with we, sne- we sneak our snacks in every game. Yeah. Okay. I cannot tell you the last time <laughs> I bought the, 
Dan, you better put the the scramble vision on Paul's face there so he can keep doing it, and we're I not know. tipping off the fuzz. Yeah, it's like ninety <laughs> degrees. Paul's I know every usher in in uh, the greater uh, Southern New England state, so I'm fine. I I don't I can't remember the last time I bought a food or drink at a game, at a sporting event. Yeah, no, I, I normally don't, but if it depends who you go with. Uh, I have some years. <laughs> if you don't yeah. buy a beer, they give you this dirty look. Come on, buy a beer. What's the matter yeah. with you? And uh, I gave it to me for free. Or I go with my wife and she wants to have a wine slushy or a glass of wine or some martini or some crazy concoction they come up with. And then she gives you a look. Come on, drink with me. I want I don't like baseball. So, you know. You get no, that's okay. I don't like our marriage. Shut up. No, no, well, don't, don't let yeah, that's how that's how easy, you know, that's how Mark ends up on the field. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that why it? I travel alone. That's why I travel <laughs> alone. Like Sarnia, they make their own beer. I think that was nine bucks, which to an American was 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 affordable. Is like <laughs> yeah, that's like what 250 American. It's like a, a buck. <laughs> and that exchange rate was awesome. I forgot how, how that's like back in the 90s. Yeah. Enjoyed that. That was clutch when I went up there last summer. Remember Thirsty Thursdays? I do like Thirsty Thursdays, especially in like single A rookie league. Well, used to be rookie league, three dollars for like a 32 ounce. That that's where it's all about. That's where you enjoy that minor league experience. Like in the Appalachian League on a Thursday night. Ooh, all their beers are three bucks. And then if you want to get something smaller, that's two. And it's micro and macro. So those are the places I love. And think about souvenirs, because you know, with the Bruins rolling out their hundredth to make a person with their rolling out their hundredth uh, anniversary stuff, they got some cool jerseys. I'm like, oh yeah, I'd love to get one of these hundredth anniversary jerseys. Sure, three hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's it's not just the food. It's like you said, Mark, parking, tickets, drinking, souvenirs, everything, everything, service fees. God yeah. forbid you buy your ticket the day of the game. Yeah. That's $2 extra. But, but yeah, yeah, that never, I never understood that one too. Cause if you get it online, you pay a service fee. Or if you get it the day of, you pay a service fee, a different service fee. So they get you either way. They do. They call it a convenience yeah. fee, but it ain't very convenient, is it? <laughs> oh. Just that, that, that line alone, a convenience fee, what I'm being charged for it being convenient. Yeah. That makes so sense. Well, I'm being, like I'm being charged extra money for you guys to have fewer people on staff. <laughs> yeah, they make it easier. They have less people working at your box offices, which are slowly disappearing at some stadiums. We'll get to that later, though. <laughs> Maybe we may run out of time pretty quickly yeah. in this show. <laughs> All right. Um, should we should we tackle ours, Dan? Because. Uh, yeah, Dan and I have uh, you the boss, boss. All right, we got an on Thanksgiving issue. We found out that we both kind of were let down by the, by the same thing, and I'm talking about the rollout of the new professional women's hockey league. <laughs> um, to, I... to me, to me, I, and and I'm trying, I'm trying to keep my feelings up because I was an employee of one of the the uh, PHF teams. Yeah, don't make it personal. Okay? I'm trying very hard. It's and it's not. This is not coming from a personal angle. This is like, all right, one league, all the best players playing together. This is what we have been wanting for years and years. And, and that's years. and I said the exact same thing. I'm bored with you. But the way they have crushed the the existing stuff, the infrastructure that was there. 
and seemingly just out of spite and how disorganized and last second and unprofessional everything seems has just really kind of muted my excitement for this league. Um, But, and, but I don't know if you guys are getting this media, like, like dovetailing that is this, this surge that it's like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is a watershed moment. Finally, these women have their own league. And I was like, they had a league, but they had, they have had leagues. They have had leagues for years and years. This is not something new. I mean, the scope may be bigger. The uh, compensation may be bigger and a lot of things may be better, but this isn't the first professional women's hockey league. And so, for, for those of our listeners who may not be totally familiar, I can outline it a little bit. So the uh, the PWHL, when the, the goal, there's been two separate women's hockey groups. The Olympic, basically the Olympians doing their thing, and then there was the PHF doing their thing. So you had some of the best players here, some of the best players here. Didn't didn't really work out for everybody. The goal was always to get them all playing in one place, one league. So the, the uh, PHF got some big-name backing, Stan Kasten from the Dodgers, Billie Jean King, some big names, and they they bought out the other league. All right, great. We got one league. You had six, you had seven existing markets with teams, with fan bases, with marketing in place, with brands in place, with staff in place, and the, the, the uh, PWHL said, you're all fired. Get the hell out. We're not going to use any of your ideas. We're not going to use your color schemes. We're not going to use your logos. We're not going to use your built-in marketing. We're not going to use your buildings. Not going to use any of it. It's all gone. We're starting from scratch. Okay, your league, your ball, your rules. That's fine. So what did they do? They said we don't know where we're going to put the teams, and and they said we're going to put in. We're going to go from eighteen, seven teams to six. So right away you knew somebody was losing out, and we're going to put them all in new markets. They said. The only ones who they knew who they knew, they knew Toronto was going to have a team. They knew Montreal was going to have a team, and they knew uh, New York was going to have a team. Everybody else, they made them sweat, and they said, "We're going to put you in new markets." So everybody got excited in Detroit, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Washington. Uh, everybody got excited. We could be getting a new team. Where did they put the teams? All the same old cities: Boston, Minnesota, New York, Ottawa. Ottawa was no Toronto and Montreal. Okay, that's great. New teams, great. Where are they playing? They haven't said yet. What are the team names going to be? They haven't said yet. They did give us a list of really crappy names. Nice save. (laughs) I mean, if the team ends up being named the Boston Wicked, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to root for New York. Um, I'm going to have to root for Boston just based on that. Yeah, no no (laughs) logos. Uh, And then they put out the jerseys for this year. Without team names, without team rinks, they are six identical jerseys with word mark of the city going diagonal, each a different color. That's gonna so I mean every almost everything they've done about it has just seemed like it's been done without a plan, without a lot of forethought. And when they could have kind of taken what was already there and improved it. And they kind of just did the opposite. They just kind of destroyed what was there. Just because it wasn't theirs. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. waiting for the hockey, the Toronto team to be called the Torontos. Just <laughs> some head scratching stuff, and we've seen this with some other leagues where they roll out team names and jerseys that look alike, but the color schemes are, are different. And then they want us to like get excited, 
to buy into this. I saw those jerseys. I, lack of imagination. Oh, here's a, here's a really good one, Mark. You'll appreciate this being a Metro New York guy. They were asking people to buy season tickets to all these teams without telling you where these teams are playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you, you could be living in Jersey rooting for the New York team. Guess where the rumor is that the New York team is playing? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Well, so yeah, that, to... that, that'd be great after work on a Monday to Friday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just idiotic things like that. It's like somebody's getting paid to to be the PR. Somebody's getting paid to run these leagues. Like I, Bridgeport, Connecticut, like where I grew up in New Jersey, I, I don't know. That's about a that could take that could take three hours with traffic. That could I take can two get to hours quicker than you can. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's Connecticut. Call the team Connecticut. If you're gonna play in New York, play in New York. If it's if you want to sneak it into Jersey, New York, New Jersey. You know, you, you you have to play the New York market. You can't just play at the far end of the New York market. I, I don't know if Bridgeport is is a Boston area or New York area, but you know, for TV and radio. But I, I know when I'm up there, I don't feel like I'm in I'm back home. But yeah, that's ridiculous. If I'm living in New Jersey where I, I grew up in Colonia and I want to see women's hockey, oh, they're playing at the Meadowlands. They're playing in, in Manhattan. They're playing on the island. You know, you can start making debates. You say Bridgeport, you're like, get out of here. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Dan, as, as, a, as a great ally of women's hockey through the years, what are your thoughts? I... <laughs> I don't even really know what to say at this point. I've been trying to show this. Uh, there it is. I've been trying to show this uh, jersey for a while, just so everybody can uh, see. I like it the on... colors for New York. Kind of like the I... uh, Liberty's colors. Yeah, Minnesota colors has are all nice... fine. Some of them are nice colors. But this kind of ties you in now. Like if you're the uh, the the uh, Boston team in green, um, you're gonna end up being the Shamrocks. You know, or something like that. I I was real excited when it was going to be uh, Billie Jean King and uh, this yep. conglomerate taking this league. And, of course, I made the silly assumption. I'm like, oh, great. Well, then they're just going to take what that's here and make it better. That's great. I can't wait to. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> None of that's worked out. I Every every employee of the PHF was was told. You will not have a job in the new league. Like what? Clearly, what? the uh, the the designers were part of that group. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, you're not wrong, dude. I, I'm <laughs> it's not terrible. Huge, I mean, I'm I'm not as much of a Jersey guy as as you are, Dan. But that that group screams stock. Like it's what. I would expect to see that in a house league, youth hockey league. Yeah, a junior league, like like a, a, a an American junior league or something like that. Like, it, and each of, each one on their own isn't man. awful. I mean, they're not spectacular, but each one on their own is is not awful. But when you they're the fine, but together when you they like they're all the same. That's I was gonna say when idiot. you kill a, when you kill a league that. And I'll say for better or for worse, because there's there is other stuff going on that I'm not aware of. You know, I. For better or for worse. There was an identity with all of those right. teams. 
built-in fan bases. And there was built-in fan, fan bases already, which you've now alienated. Yeah. How can the Minnesota team not be the Whitecaps? They predated the PHF by 20 years. But you built up all of this goodwill mm-hmm. with that other, with all of the streaming and all of the 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 social media and everything that went into on Twitch and jumping to uh, 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 ESPN Plus, all of this, again, for better or for worse, you've alienated all of those people now. There's not a lot of them that are going to come back because you took something that they loved and you kind of castrated it. Mm. Or gave it a hysterectomy. Keep yeah. it with the ladies. Uh, and, and I understand that. You know what? The, this league was kind of done on the quick. The, it takes time to develop brands and get patents. and, and You had and the brands there, though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. That's they, they took it and destroyed it just because it wasn't theirs. Oh, my God. It's the It almost seems like it was out of spite. Exactly. Yeah. But and, and just like, wait. Yeah. Wait, because the narrative, if it fails... The narrative is going to be, oh, it's just another another slight. You know, it's just like women's hockey is slighted again. And it's I really feel like that this group has done it to themselves. This group of Olympic hockey players, they're they're self-selected ownership groups or or, or whatever. You know, it never take the side of Ty Doby. They've done this to themselves. They have. And it's going to be a shame because once this league starts playing, it's going to be awesome. But can they overcome these self-inflicted wounds? Listen, I'll be watching. Um, I'm going to still give it a chance, but. Man, if it didn't. If that didn't just take the wind out of my sails for this league, I I gave them every I gave them every benefit of the doubt. Just based on the fact, Billy Jean King is awesome. Did you Jean say King. that they're that they're gonna kick off with a three on three tournament or something like that? Yes, at the All Star Game, <laughs> they're gonna be a three on three PWHL showcase. Well, that'll be exciting because it's three on three hockey. <laughs> Ties into Dave one of Dave's earlier. Uh, <laughs> his earlier. I just, uh, I can't think of the word grievance. Grievance. You 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 just you had a built-in fan base that you man pander to me. Be Bryce Harper, pander to me. I don't care if you're genuine. Don't let me know you're not genuine. Just tell me what I want to hear. And they've done everything but. And I have a feeling it's going it's going to kill this league and and it's never gonna go. And then, yeah, what does that do to, to to women's professional hockey? Well, they're going they're doing they're doing this thing where, well, you know, they're going to represent your city and your hometown blandly. <laughs> like they're not here. Here's my problem: who's buying that? Who are who's going to buy those? Who's going to spend two hundred fifty yeah. three hundred dollars on that? Especially if you know it's going to get rebranded in year two when the teams get nicknames and everything. We used uh, to unless have... you're a huge fan of, say, uh, you know, Alex Carpenter, and you really want uh, Alex Carpenter jersey. Listen, if you like, if somebody, yeah. if you if you like mer- word marks that are horizontal or, or diagonal, 
We used to have up here, we used to have um, old timers hockey on Sunday afternoons, six teams, you know, they were all original six cities, Toronto, Montreal, Chicago, Detroit. And they were it, it, like, this reminds me of old timers hockey. You, you, mm. It was on CHCH Sunday afternoon. They all had the same, like, you know, stock colored jerseys. They all had the same logos, except you know, the Chicago one had a little Chicago script in it and the Toronto one had a little Toronto script in it. And it, I mean, it was, it was clearly just, you know, for a, a whole lot of nothing, right? Like uh, just something to put on, on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. It, it For a league that's supposed to be professional, and that's the big thing that, that finally we have a professional league and it's pretty and, Bush league to me. You know, we're all going to, we're all now like professional athletes and we all don't have to get jobs. Not like, it's not like there are any other leagues out there that have that scenario. Right. Uh, you know, if this whole thing flops in a year or two, you're all going to have to go out and get jobs anyway. I mean, God, for their sake, I hope it doesn't, I guess, but. It, it, I don't have a warm fuzzy about it. And I wasn't nearly, I wasn't invested at all in the old one. Like you guys were. Hmm. Good rant. Good rant. It was good. <laughs> all right. Um, if anybody wants to take over, Dan, we got any, any, um, grievances aired in the, uh, in the chat room? No. Damn not one off. that I can not that not <laughs> one I can mention. Whoa, all right. And we'll just move on. Uh, anybody else got something else you want to bring in? I got one. I got one. It's a you guys, see, I had some, but you guys have all touched on it. You touched on uh the gambling, you touched on the sponsorship, t- touched on the prices. So I'm don't I'm touch good, me. I'm, this one's I'm totally <laughs> this one's totally away from uh totally away from hockey. Mostly away from hockey. Um my unthankfuls are NIL and the transfer portal. Now I'm not going to debate whether or not players should college players should get paid. I mean, I was in the camp where felt that they were getting paid. They just didn't like what they were getting paid. Right. Or we didn't hear about it. <laughs> no, I mean, they, Oh, you mean the scholarship? I, I, you're, you're going way old school. Oh, they're getting I paid. Got, they're getting an education. Yeah. I, I know what I paid for my education. And I didn't go to like Michigan or some big high priced, you know, I know what my contemporaries are paying in, in student loan repayments right now. So anyway, but that's beside the point. So I'm not, I'm not going to debate whether or not they should get money or they shouldn't get money. Um, but what it has created is a college system with no continuity. You have basically players on on 300 teams or whatever who are always free agents and uh there's this feeling of like you know they're mercenaries or whatever like you look at you look at uh, uh Colorado right so you know Deion Sanders walks in and says to every player that you know they all the players current players for Colorado are there and he says go hit the transfer portal Right, because he's going to bring in everybody, and I don't know. As a sports fan, as someone who follows a team, 
you need that continuity. You know, I, I I'm not I'm not going to follow uh, Hunter Dickinson to Kansas because you know he he thinks the NIL deal is better in Kansas. And let's can we call a spade a spade here? This is not really NIL. These guys are not getting millions of dollars for NIL. Name, image, likeness, right? Like they're doing commercials. Maybe a couple, but essentially they're getting paid to play, right? Am I am I the only one who's thinking this? But I, it just as a fan, I just feel that there's no continuity. Well, I have, a, I have I a response. No, You're not going to like it. I have no idea who's going to be on the team next week or or the week after. Uh, you know, if you compare it to professional leagues, right? Like we don't have that in professional leagues because they actually have contracts, which state that they have to be in a certain location for a certain number of years and and whatnot um this free agent this uh universal free agency all the time is just going to drive prices up as well i think i don't know the idea uh, (laughs) i'm sorry dave ahead of time uh, the idea that anybody should be putting their body on the line physically and not get paid at any at any professional, well, any co- collegiate or professional age uh, is a joke to me personally. Um, I don't really care what the previous generation paid for their schooling. Um, we're all getting hosed. And we shouldn't be getting hosed. Uh, on a basic level, we should all be getting paid more. And we're simply not uh, demanding it enough. Uh, we're letting the world leaders work us instead of them working for us. Uh, with that being said. Thanks, Carl. Uh, I don't know how to. <laughs> you're welcome. I I, uh, I don't know how the NIL thing is going to work. But I do know that. You know, it's kind of like uh, American healthcare, man. Uh, it's not perfect. It's not great, but uh, it's better than nothing. And unless you have a solution, I don't want to hear you bitch about it. Not you, Dave. I mean, in general, <laughs> but you, Dave. No, um, but I don't think. I don't think it should be allowed that if you're even if that's what you you were gifted this ability and you're like, this is what I want to do. Uh, That doesn't mean you shouldn't get compensated for it. somehow I, you should be paid to play. Well, that's just my opinion. My, my counter to that, just to be argumentative, mute him quick is go pay in a, go play in a league where you get paid in basketball, especially it's like, if you don't, if you don't want to go to school and take a scholarship to go to school, then go play in the G league. That's a, that's that's a cop out. Why can't we make the systems that we like better? In general, not you, again, not you. Whatever league we're talking about, the collegiate leagues, the am I using that word right? The college leagues, the university leagues, uh, National Hockey League, which you talked about earlier. Well, if you don't like it, do something else. Well, how come I can't just ask this to be better or or come up with a solution to try to make it better instead of just well, since this better, sucks so bad, it becomes go better home. for. Because there's always like to say better is better for who? For the athletes and the players, people that actually do the thing. I don't really give a shit. I don't give a shit if um, 
um, um, um, uh, um, old folks don't like that there's no fighting in hockey anymore. Um, I don't care. Hold on, Dave. I'll let you, I want to hear your counterpoint. I didn't mean to talk over you. It just occurred to me. I did that. Sorry. Uh, I was on a roll. Um, I don't care that. Um, I'll put it like this. When you said the pr- that's going to drive the prices up, shouldn't have to. There's a lot of money that are not going to players that you could you could you could afford to share a little bit. Sorry, Dave, say what you're going to say. I didn't mean to. Well, uh, the 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 monetary value Right. And, and and like I said, I'm not I'm not totally no, against just against no. college kids, you know, getting getting some money. Um, well, I think. But, they are, Dave. No, just kidding. But, but this this free agency, let, like, let's not forget that some of these these athletic programs. And when I say athletic programs, I'm talking about the entirety of the athletic program. Right. Are being funded by the revenue generating programs. So. You know, we have a, a few writers who uh, who have decided that they they want to go and and cover field hockey and and soccer and whatnot. That, that that's great, but you know what? Like their contributions to those sports barely skim the surface of what that expense is, right? And, and you know the 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 expense of the player and look at like what were we just talking about 16 bucks a beer or whatever. Why is it 16 bucks a beer? Well, part of it is because we got to pay like, you know, Alex Rodriguez, $250 million or whatever. We got to get ready. But like, like yeah, it's also like they a ha- concert too, but, but yeah, they have know. that money. They have that money. Uh, what the, the what we well, if you're talking about the yet. let me finish. if you're talking about the Yankees or like uh, they have the money right that's what I'm saying McDonald's you could pay a living wage and not raise the prices of a two dollar cheeseburger well they have the money a not, economic issue here because I'm not well, that's what I was all raising prices but they're that's also was, all making record profits they're not yeah that's what I, because the price are going up they're yeah that's to make more money well that's my point I know I'm agreeing with you Dan. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I'll, I'll yell at Dave. Shut up, Dave. No, good. <laughs> I, I, I am unable. Sometimes my, uh, 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 my brain does not function. I don't know if you know this, but uh, no. Um, I did know that you. Sometimes your brain does not function. Function, yeah. No. Um, I'm not <laughs> able to right do that one. <laughs> I, no, I. I literally said that. Um, <laughs> open door. Walk into it with face. Um, I am legitimately sometimes I'm starting to recognize this at 40 years old. So I caught it early. Um, I'm not able to articulate properly what I want, which is mostly why I don't comment as much as I used to on Facebook and Twitter as much as I used to. Some of them deserve the short, smart ass answers. Um, Some people are just better arguers than others. (laughs) I have a friend that will not argue that will not uh, uh, tweet because he's like, well, Dan's going to see it. I don't feel like he, he I can't argue with him. Oh, correct. Um, I get that from my mom. I, I'm unable to articulate. How I'm trying to say this point 
because I'm literally unable to monosyllabically explain it, but I could use that word. Um, Across the board, uh, so I'll just end it like this, and, and Dave, you can follow it up since I, I, I'll I give you the benefit of the doubt that you're, you're smarter than me on this subject. Um, and that was not sarcastically. I, I meant that genuinely. Um, piggyback off of what uh, Paul said. In the world in general, there is an economic crisis of record profits and uh, none of us little folk getting it back. And I'm not talking about the major leagues. But like we are we are arguing the wrong point of why we just should because the money's there. It's just going into one pocket or one joint pocket. It's, well, I, I you can't argue against that in that way. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna end around in saying, well, I I wasn't arguing that players shouldn't get paid. I know that. Um, my point is debating, not arguing. I used whatever. the wrong word. Or debating. No, that's fine. My point is that the way the system is now, as a fan to follow a team, there's no continuity. So you you have guys who are who are hitting the transfer portal every year and moving in and out. Uh, to me, the the worst thing for college football, for example, is that it's it's the same four or five teams every year. College basketball, the same thing. You know, like the the the, the best part of college basketball is the the first weekend, and I don't want to see. You know. I, I watched the first weekend. Great. Uh, and it's going to be like Duke and North Carolina and Kansas at the end anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, this system goes to help those teams. You know, when, when uh, like, look at, look at Texas, a Texas A&M kid can fire their coach and owe him $70 million <laughs> or SMU can, can raise, like two hundred million dollars, so that they can move to a different conference and not, and not, uh, you know, get TV money or whatever. Um, like the money's there, whatever. And and like I said, I, I, I don't begrudge players making money. I, honestly, they were making money before. Um, they weren't. But isn't that isn't that supposed to be making money? But they were. Isn't that on the the system then to perhaps allocate not so blatantly to the same folks? Uh, sure, but this this the transfer portal and NIL does not help does not change that system. It does not it does not make things even or 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 create more parity. It it doesn't. I don't think anyway. It's. Now, now they don't have to recruit out on the road. They can, oh, you know, hey, come to Alabama because hmm. we're Alabama and whatever. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 deep, it's complex, and if it and was broken you off, if it was broken before, it's no less broken now. No, we don't do enough evolving. We we do too many duct tapes. And Mark's like, I don't watch college stuff anyway, so who cares? <laughs> sure, I've seen him. He's lying. All right, that's that's another good, uh, another good grievance. 
Um, geez, we're coming up on an hour. Mark, do you, you know what? Your else? mother. What about my mother? Oh, she's a very nice lady. She is. Yeah. Did make a colossal mistake in raising me, but that's all right. Well, nobody's perfect. Exactly. Except me. You stole my line. Mark, you got anything else? Uh, you know, I, I had something. I kind of forgot about it. I think it's kind of in the lines of uh, just, just pricing. You know, just back in the day, it was a little different. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody who's 20 years old is going to complain about the prices 30 years from now. You know. You, you uh, spent how much money on a jersey that said the word jersey across it? Yeah, that was a Christmas gift. Yeah, that was oh, like, all right. I got an email okay, from yeah. the Devils the other day. If I would have bought a like a ticket package, they would have given me a winter hat that said winter hat on it. Yeah. At least you're having fun with it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 know, I know what it was. I think what problem I'm having now is I'm, I'm okay with cashless stadiums, but I, I went to a Houston, was it an Astros game? No, it was a Sugarland Space Cowboys game. You had to buy your tickets through the phone. There was no box office open to get a ticket. You didn't have that paper ticket with you, which I'm okay not to have that. But let's say it's a group of like eight people and you know, a group of five and everybody's got to buy the ticket all at once now so you can sit together instead of just going to the box office and, and trying to get the tickets and paying individually. I thought that was kind of weird. I, I understand maybe, you know, hey, we're a cashless you know, stadium now. You know, everything's on a card. Or if you have cash, put it on a card and, and you can use it that way. But you know, not to have a box office, you know, not, not they have to go through this whole hassle of downloading an app, putting in your credit card. You know, I'm thinking about people of a certain age, like my uncle was still alive back then. Uh, he would have went home. He would have said, oh, screw this. I'm going home. And that was it. He wasn't good. He, 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 did, he didn't have a smartphone on him. It is. This whole system is very ageist. Yeah. Right. The very the the, the youngest and the, and the oldest and and. And even more so, it's it's elitist. So not only are you paying whatever for your for your ticket, but you also have to pay for a phone and a phone plan. And well, I mean, let's say you let's say you get your your phone's at like five percent. You're not even thinking. There's no other way to get that ticket through, but then then maybe through your phone. Just have the box office open. What, what's the big deal? They have to pay people for that. Uh, yeah, that involves paying an employee. Well, yeah. I mean, you're paying somebody <laughs> to to bother you about scanning your ticket in, but I guess that's easier. Last last March, I uh, I had bought when I went to see the Flyers. I had bought uh, a ticket on StubHub, and huh. the person who uh, who season tickets those were did not pay their bill, so their tickets were. Clawed back. So when I tried to get in, it went Arr! first time I've ever had that happen. Jeez. So of course you got to go through the 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 pain of contacting StubHub, dealing with all that, whatever. Now it all worked out because I got a better seat for less money at the box office and a paper ticket. <laughs> I think I, I got it right better. here at a paper ticket. <laughs> You remember when I went to the uh, when we went to the Wings game and I walked over to the box office, I wasn't there anymore and I had no idea. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dan was convinced oh. that the box office was still in the old there. Place. I was like, no, it's not. No. I'm like, what do you mean? They didn't move the. That's not what I said. I said they didn't move the box office. That wasn't on the list. It sure as hell. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> oh, well. Right then. And I was like, well, I, I'm not even going to look for it because now I don't know where it is. Did you hear what else happened with that whole thing? No. Uh, the, the remodel, the, the, the remodel outside the uh, um, when the, the arena was first built, they part of the donations they made to pay for it was you bought a brick with your name on it or whatever yep. you bought and put it outside. They removed them and nobody knows where they are. In a dumpster somewhere. And nobody got told. So somebody put hundreds, if not more, dollars to get a brick outside of what it was called the Core State Center at the time. Oh yeah. For the life, for the for forever. Yeah. And tis gone now. Oh. That that sounds like a, a lawyer's dream. Yeah. <laughs> Action. Yeah. Preston uh Preston of Preston and Steve uh did something when that new arena opened. When the arena opened, it was new. He did something that called the Y100 Squatathon. Y100. Which, yeah, I was going to say, you know, Y100, because it was a, um, which meant he sat in every single seat in the arena, up and down. Up oh, and man. Down. He said uh, uh, the little uh, side don't was is, is the most painful he's ever been is in his wrist because you push off, push off. And he said by the end of it, his wrists were so painful. Well, they gave him a brick and that brick is gone. <laughs> like every that's the only reason why he brought it up. It's like, because I had a brick for the squadathon. That's gone. So uh I, I'm unthankful for uh Comcast. <laughs> Pretty sleazy thing to do. It took him uh, well, almost an hour to be unthankful for Comcast. I've been unthankful <laughs> for years. <laughs> oh, so um so i got one directed at our stadium journey writers and i thought of this mark when you mentioned price again mm-hmm. there is no way that any of our major league sports in return of investment should get more than a three <laughs> <laughs> who are these people oh. giving yankee stadium a five on return of investment come Who's on who's giving or the stadium nfl a five cool. yeah no i i'm just using yankees yeah well, Dave, Han- Dave Hanson, I'm not singling you out. I don't know what you gave Yankee Stadium for for value. <laughs> do you know what the Do you know what the fan average fan cost index is? Like the league average for the NFL, it's like five hundred and sixty dollars American. And for those of you who haven't heard of the fan cost index, that's the price for four four tickets, like two beers, two sodas, four hot dogs, a program, couple of hats. And parking. Yeah, something like that. An average ticket price. Not even expensive tickets or cheap tickets. Average ticket price. $500 to bring you, you and your two kids. It's crazy. Oh, I hope, I hope I'm sterile. I don't want children. Well, that, that could be the case for the chowder heads, right? Yeah. It's the new the new, new England chowder heads? Yeah. I have agreements with that I'm going to have to say chowder heads for 54 uh, games. I'm just glad I get summer. to say water dogs. <laughs> What yeah, it'll be interesting to see what uh, the PLL does with their schedule because they're gonna. They Philadelphia- said they're gonna still, still. They got home cities, but they're still gonna travel. Philadelphia had to, had to grandfather in a championship. Well, all righty, guys. I I thought this was kind of fun. I hope it didn't I... come off, listeners, as old men shaking at clouds. I hope it did. Shaking their fists at clouds. No, on oh. the listeners, we have. They'll yeah. they'll relate. 
There you go. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, Dan, if our listeners, huh? if our listeners have an inclination to follow you online, where can they find you? Well, first of all, before I do that, uh, did anybody see my cheesesteak post the other day? Yes, you found the ultimate cheesesteak. Yeah, and it's in uh, random ass uh, Front Royal, Virginia. Hmm. At a place called Spelunkers. I could say that because I don't live anywhere near it. Uh, but I will drive that far for that cheesesteak. Uh, huh? And you, you go, yeah, 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 actually, create, yeah, Philly, you gotta step up your game. Better than the Rexy's one, yes. Um, uh, Danlaw83 for all these hot takes. Uh, and you can direct all your complaints to that brick wall over there. <laughs> uh, Mark, where could our listeners follow you? And uh, you got any stadium journeys planned before we all get together again in two weeks? Uh, two weeks. Uh, it's a good question. What the heck am I doing? Uh, have I don't think I have anything beer. going on. Uh, maybe some high school basketball, but yeah, I just got back from a, a couple arenas up in Canada, so I think I'm good for a little while. I have to submit those articles, and I have to submit some other ones that I'm behind. Uh, follow me at Ballpark Hunter, and that will be on uh, Twitter. It'll be on Twitch. It'll be on uh, YouTube. Uh, check out my videos, my shorts. There's always something to enjoy. Awesome. Dave, where can our listeners follow you? And uh, you got any travels planned? Uh, tomorrow, it's the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs um, in the press box for that. And uh, nice. thankful for that. Uh, and then the following week, it is the annual teddy bear game at Kitchener Rangers, which is oh, always yeah. a, a good time. Uh, not record holders anymore of of said teddy bears, but you know, damn Hershey bears. We're, we're in the we're in the tens of thousands of of bears, so that's that's pretty. So tired of it's, hearing about that. It's pretty Hershey crazy. <laughs> but you can follow that uh, Instagram, uh, that YouTube thing, Threads, <laughs> whatever. At YouTube, Twitter, YouTube. Twitter X, X Twitter. Oh yeah, I call it X. Does anybody Profana. call it X? I read Twitter. a lot of articles. Oh, Twitter, formerly known as X, or yeah, I see. Yeah. formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> like, okay, speak quiet. Uh, I'll stop dead naming Twitter when he stops dead naming naming trans people. Uh, and uh, quid pro quo. Yeah, for me, you can follow my stadium journeys on Twitter and Instagram and Threads too. I don't post there as much as I maybe on the other ones, but I'm there at Puckman Ri. Uh, what do I got going on? It's uh. Geez, the semester is winding down, so it means I'm still pretty busy with uh, PAing at Brown and at Providence College and at UMass Dartmouth. Lots of games coming up next couple of weeks. But my big one, December 9th, a bucket list item getting crossed off the bucket list. Um, the Army-Navy game at Gillette Stadium on December 9th. I will be there for stadium journey in the press box. So, yeah, Dave, I'm very thankful. Oh, oh, you know what? December 9th? They are playing an exhibition game in Danville, Illinois. They want to get back the uh, Federal Hockey League. So oh. free tickets. God. Oh, the Federal I League. May do that. I Again? may do that. Danville's a lot of people had... like the Federal Hockey League there. They hated whatever the Southern Professional Hockey League team that showed up. So I have a friend and, and her family out there. And when I first came to Indiana State, she took me to a Danville Wings game, which was junior hockey. And I'm like, they have hockey in this town? I was shocked. Huh. So so there you go. December 9th, you can either go to Danville Hockey or you can go to the Army-Navy game. Yes. 
Tough choice. <laughs> Puckman, all right. And remember, you can find all of our 2,500 stadium reviews, news items, and other featured stories on our website, stadiumjourney.com. Connect with us on all of our social media channels at Stadium Journey. You can find audio versions of the Stadium Journey podcast by searching HIAC Talk Radio Network wherever you look for your favorite podcasts. And you can find video simulcasts of Stadium Journey's podcast on the Stadium Journey YouTube page. Hey, that makes sense, doesn't it? And join us every other Monday night at 7 Eastern for live streams of the podcast at danlaw.tv. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. That puts us in December. It's already December. December 11th, when we'll have our annual year-in review episode. And that's that's one of my favorites. I hope you guys enjoy it, too. So we'll be talking about our favorite favorite city we visited this year, the best game we went to this year, um, best venue we visited, and the biggest surprise that we discovered this year. Those are our categories, correct, Dave? Dave usually knows this stuff. All right, so that's December 11th, two weeks from now. As always, thanks, everyone, for your support. For Dan, for Mark, and for Dave, this is Paul wishing you all safe journeys and close games. Hope to see you on the road again real soon. Be safe out there.